0: I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Laurent Descu, founder and chief executive officer of Neobank payments firm, the Barcelona-based Neo. We've just passed an anniversary, the one-year anniversary of the end of the Brexit transition period. Yes, I'm afraid Brexit has reared its ugly head again as a topic. What sort of changes have we seen in cross-border payments? As a result of Brexit,
1: Laurel. From our point of view, I think the the main effect of Brexit on cross-border payments side of things has been the immediate raise in cross-border payment costs that companies in the UK, but also outside of the UK when they are paying to the UK have been facing. Let's say that a lot of aspects of Brexit were probably not very well planned from the start, but it seems that one was extremely well. Plan by banks at least, was the immediate increase 1st of January of the cross-border cost payments they could apply to transactions, which formerly were price-based um, under the CIPA rule, and that suddenly became totally freedom of pricing by, by each old bank. So we've seen clients facing surging costs whenever they pay to the UK or whenever they pay
0: from the UK. Freedom of pricing always does seem to mean increase in pricing, doesn't it?
1: Actually, it does, and uh, that turns out to be, uh, in some cases, very significant. I think that, for example, we've seen a lot of clients coming to us. They used to send euros to pay invoices uh, to the UK, uh, they were just building euros out of uh, out of the UK, and uh, those euro payments, which, which used to be priced as if they were making a classic euro SEPA payment, so in many cases for free by their banks, suddenly started costing them 12 euros, 15 euros, up to 20 euros, just because uh, what used to be a free payment became a SWIFT payment, and uh, that has led to a massive surge of costs, and sometimes on very small payments which may be 200 euros, three hundred euros, uh, when you have an increase of 10 euros for each single payment, that leads in percentage at least to a massive increase of the cost of your uh, cross-border payments uh, along the year.
0: So we're looking at an increase in costs. I imagine we're also looking at a slowdown in speed of transaction
1: actually that is true when uh, payments were down under the SIPA rules uh, that used to take one one day max of lead time i would say when you start going international payments that can be anything between uh, sometimes same day it may be fast but it sometimes take two or three days plus all the issues you can face around an international payment which may not be well-labeled or which may lack some information and that then after carries some reconciliation cost that sometimes uh, can also be significant.
0: This must be a potential business opportunity for somebody, though, because if banks are putting their rates up, if they're doing things more slowly, there's a gap in the market there. Surely for somebody to come in, maybe charge more than they used to, but certainly charge less than the banks, and do it faster this is a business opportunity
1: this is a clear business opportunity and uh, we've seen several players in which we would include ourselves but we were not the only one Uh, we were well positioned already to carry on international payments not only uh, to and from the uk but uh, international payments in general where you have a clear pricing grid you have a clear views on the timings you give your clients the ability to label the payment message and uh, lodge all the informations which are necessary on the beneficiary side, so that we can reconcile fast. All those products that those companies were already making a business of suddenly became totally applicable and relevant, just to to pay to and from the and from the UK. So I think that's that's definitely uh, a good opportunity for neo banks to sneak into that market and increase their market share.
0: Surely, a traditional bank must realise this, though. Otherwise, they're going to lose business. They're going to cut their nose off despite their face.
1: That's true, and I think here what banks need to start thinking about is this historical vision of the client is of having a clients like prisoners, like there are my clients, and anyway they will take the pricing we pass on. I think this mindset need to change and honestly quite fast because now clients, they can make cherry picking, they can have a bank suppliers for credit, but they may have another another bank or another fintech supplier for international payments and, and so on and so on. So when you look at the, the banking, what used to be the, the bank value chain, clients now have the ability to split it and to just leave in the bank what they think the bank is good for, but they can lodge the rest very easily to other players. And that's that's where uh, the, the the bank uh, philosophy probably needs a big change.
0: Obviously, corporates are being affected by higher costs and slower transaction speeds now. This is not going to continue, though, is it?
1: Absolutely not. The, definitely, the trend is going to be instant payment worldwide. I think the rise of of blockchain, even blockchains, payments, crypto tokens, and so on. What all these. Is 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 mainly doing to the market is setting up new standards, and what we can definitely expect is having clients uh, wanting their money to uh, to go from one place to another uh, instant, like if it was an email or a WhatsApp. That's that's what needs to happen. Technology is here for that. that. Um, is probably more uh, having the the players, the traditional players, willing to accept it or at least to offer it, so that so that clients get what 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 they're looking for.
0: Well, the traditional players are going to have to, because if they don't offer it, they're going to lose the business. It's going to go elsewhere. Definitely. All right, let's look at a a broader situation now. We've been talking about the impact of Brexit, but that's not the only thing that's playing on the economies of Europe at the moment. How do you see the impact of what's going on to the east in Ukraine affecting economies and affecting cross-border payments, if at all? Of course it's
1: all brand new and i think we are definitely stepping in a new order of the world if i could call it this way so it's not always easy to know what's going to happen but i think the current situation where uh, you you see human distress but on the top of the of this we can expect economic distress is going to, to pinpoint some of, of the key expectations around payment services so fast payments is becoming an, an immediate need so when whenever you need to send funds to people in ukraine having having some, some problems and when we see that they can't withdraw cash from from the banks they can not have access to their assets i think here the speed of payment really shows how relevant it is we see uh, the russian economy being cut out of the swift network we can definitely start thinking that this is probably gonna power uh, alternative solution to international Swift payments and here we can imagine some blockchain based technology clearing systems raising in, in the future. those are the, the main topics I'm uh, definitely expecting. Of course, the currency management side of things is becoming again top of the agenda, whether because um, the volatility of currencies, will increase dramatically and we've seen it happening in the in, in the last couple of days uh, when you see the surge of the us dollar the, the the sterling is extremely high as well euro has decreased a lot and we can expect that type of wide movement to be going on that means that from a corporate treasurer point of view it really calls for a time where you need to equip your company with uh performance accounts solutions multi-currency by design speed of uh, payments, and also an ability to mitigate risk when it comes about volatility.
0: Speaking calmly, it's interesting to see how disruption plays a part in creation. We saw how the pandemic pushed forward development of fintech. We see how disruption right now across Europe is also increasing potential for development. Everything you've just described about what Corporate treasurers need to think about what they need to do. These are opportunities for fintechs.
1: Definitely. Uh, I, I totally subscribe to the, this point of view. Whenever you face disruption, dramatic changes, a fast-evolving environment, that calls for evolution. And that means that anyone of us can be personal, it can be uh, at work. But when you look at treasury department, you need to, to think your, your operations, as, okay, how, what, what should I be using as technology or as new services to keep operating or even operating better? And that's what we'll see in the coming, in the coming months, absolutely, no
0: doubt. Laurent Descu, founder and chief executive officer of NEO, thank you very much.